Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS. Ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS, and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and Dating Without the BS gives you straight-to-the-point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be with you guys today. For multiple reasons. One, I've been getting some feedback on my podcast lately, and I always love hearing you guys, your thoughts, your opinions about the podcast. I have had a couple women reach out to me, say that the podcast is really a lot more intensive, there's more meat to it, and that's pretty much the whole point of the podcast is so that you guys can get a better understanding as to like what's going on. It's an extension of maybe some of the stuff that I post on Instagram. And it is with you in mind to help you gain a better understanding of like if you've been the woman who's tried all the things in her dating life and it's still not working, what's going on? So that's what this podcast is designed for. I'm especially excited because I have a couple of announcements for you today. I decided... If you know me, I don't know. I mean, come on. I mean, I think you guys kind of know me here, but like, just let me give you some insight to who I am. I'm the type of person who, when she decides to do something, makes herself do it in such a short amount of time. Like this whole idea in business that like, oh, people need like a month for you to talk about something. I'm like, "Mm, I forget. Now, my brain is a little wonky, so it's possible that like, my ADHD cannot handle long periods of time to talk about something, which is true. But I'm the type of person who's like, let's just get it done. And so I have three offerings coming out for you guys. One offering is Your Compatible Man. It's a course that you can purchase for you to understand what does compatibility actually mean for you what traits about a person make a man compatible for you and it gives you conversation topics to go on dates and talk about like talk about these things so that you can understand if he's compatible to you so you don't waste time with the wrong men why is this important because so often we rely on time to figure out if someone's compatible we think well you can't really tell that unless you have like more time with them and that is true and it's not there are things that we can do to shorten the amount of time that we give to somebody so if you're like hey i'm tired of dating i've been dating for years i'm ready to have a family this is going to be great for you because i think we know compatibility is important but i think it's overlooked and i don't know that we exactly know how to identify what would cons- what would make a man compatible to you, right? So this is going to be for the woman that's like, I know it's important, but I don't know what to look for 100%. And I'm not even sure that I would understand what traits in a person would make them compatible to me. I figured that out for you. I got gotcha. you. The second is communication. So often we find ourselves in a relationship or dating relationship with a guy that we really like and we will notice things about them and hold back on asking about it. We will be dating a guy for weeks and weeks and weeks and we're not sure where things are going and we start to get anxious and we start to act weird and we start to pull back or we start to get overbearing because we're like, I don't know where things are at and I don't know how he feels and I don't know how to talk about it. We also will give 
weeks and months of our time to somebody, again, thinking they're fun and they're easy to get along with, but you haven't really scratched the surface on some of these topics around compatibility or outlooks and perspectives in life or character that would allow you to figure out if they are a good long-term partner. And it's the very reason why we spend months with people only to figure out like, oh my gosh, this was never, ever going to work to begin with. And so this communication course, Communicate to Connect, is going to be coming out soon too. And then on top of that, I have a group coaching option. Three months of group coaching that will take your dating. It's, it's basically like I'm going to give you a reimagined dating life where in 12 weeks we are going to go from burned out dating to just dating with ease. You can spend 50% less time online. I'm going to give you proven tactics and tools so that you give your time to the right men more consistently, so that it's not such a crapshoot, so that you're not guessing, so that you're not feeling disappointed and hopeless because of all the men online that you're talking to, or most of them kind of suck, and you only find a few good ones. We're actually going to flip that ratio where the majority of the guys that you're talking to are great guys in three months. You're going to walk away feeling more confident, more trusting in your decisions. It's going to be amazing. And all of this stuff is launching in March. Like it's coming right around the corner on top of my workshop that I'm doing live in Denver. So yeah, I am the person who says, let's just go for it all. (laughs) We're going to see if it's a good idea or not. But this is good timing because today, I don't know if you know this, but coaching focuses on behavior. Like why you do the things that you do that hold you back from having what you want. And we can't always identify that type of behavior in ourselves, which is why I think it's beautiful that we have humans to rely on who are better at in certain areas of life than we are, who have more expertise that we can rely on to help us and to kind of redirect us back towards the goals that we want to achieve. And a big one in the dating world is red flags. I was thinking about this, like, have I talked about red flags on the podcast before? I'm pretty sure I have, but we're going to talk about it again. So from the beginning of time, no matter how informed we are about men and women, like no matter how informed men and women are, we ignore red flags. I was just talking to Jason about this last night at dinner and how there were red flags that he saw with his ex. There were even things that his friends brought up to him that were like, I don't know, dude, that doesn't quite line up. And he just ignored it. And it's not that we don't see the red flags. It's not that we don't see potential red flags. It's that we freeze and oftentimes don't do anything about it. And this kills me as a coach to watch because it's like walking in to buy a car and you test drive the car and you happen to notice that like the brakes are glitchy. There's something weird going on with the radio. You have to push the lock button like four times to open the door. And then while you're driving the car on the test drive, the dealer is pointing out all the great features. He's like, did you see this huge trunk? Do you like to go hiking? Do you like to go like camping? You're going to be able to fit all your stuff back here. And on top of that, when you go on road trips, the gas mileage on this car is like insane. And see these leather seats? It's going to be super easy cleanup with these leather seats. They're durable. They have this fancy new technology. And the good in this car outweighs the bad. But the reality is you can't unsee the other things you noticed. And because the dealer guy was so nice and you don't want to make it awkward, you don't say anything about those things you noticed. 
You take the car home with a lifetime of problems that you did originally notice and then some other ones. Now, you might be thinking like, Kenna, this is ridiculous. I would never do that because you know it's not safe or wise to make that purchase. Without addressing those things to see if they can be fixed, without addressing those things to see if like your observation of them is correct, you would never do that. And guess what, ladies? The safety of your heart is just as important as making sure that you buy a safe car. Let that soak in, please. When we don't get more information about things that we observe, if we don't get more clarity about details that don't quite line up, and we kind of just laugh and brush it off like, oh, you know, I don't know. It seems like a small thing. It's in the past. Like Maybe it just doesn't matter. If we don't get intentional to figure out the right things to ask before you give your heart away, the result is ending up in a situation that was not right to begin with. And we have all been there. One of my clients told me, she said, Ken, if I would have asked the questions that you are prompting me to ask or the, the details that you're pointing out that are important to pay attention to, if I would have done this in my first marriage before I got married, I would have never ended up married. Now, here's the flip side of this. Another client of mine told me, she said, but when I bring up these topics, I feel like I'm bringing down our time together. Like I feel like I'm making it hard, right? And I said, well, what are you going to do when you're in a relationship? Because in a relationship, there's going to be plenty of topics that are going to have to come up when you guys are having dinner or in a celebration that are going to quote unquote like ruin the mood maybe. But that's a necessary part of life and a relationship. And the main point that we're missing is that when you have these hard conversations in the beginning, like when you cross your T's and dot your I's about who you're giving your time to, you point out the things that you see. You double check your facts. Is when you get to have so much time in the relationship to just enjoy each other. Think about that. I just enjoy Jason so much because there's nothing to question. In the beginning, we had so many open, vulnerable conversations, but at the same time, we had a lot of fun. And ladies, the serious conversations don't discount the fun. Don't see it as deflating the fun. See it as this is the entire process of a dating relationship is having fun and asking clarifying questions to make sure this is a good purchase. Now, the other approach that we usually take around red flags is that we try to avoid the potential red flags by assuming that like, oh, what I'm seeing is the same as my past. And so because of that, like, I have to act really rigid or end the relationship or run away. I have to just assume that that's who he is. And this forces us to really act out of character. It's when we turn our observations into assumptions, and we don't want that to happen either. And I say that because I don't want you to discount your wisdom that you've, of the things that you've gone through, the experiences that you've had. But they're not always the same. So if you had a guy who was putting his phone down, <laughs> because that's a sign of someone that's cheating, 
and then the next guy puts his phone down, that guy maybe has never cheated in a day a day in his life, but he just does it habitually for one reason or another. Maybe it's like he doesn't want to be distracted by the phone lighting up. Maybe it's like he doesn't want the backside of his phone to get dirty. He's like OCD. Like there could be a lot of things. But we, because we don't seek to confirm in that moment, we just assume that that's an indication. A lot of times we just run with it. And we miss out on really great men. We do it to protect our heart. But I just want you guys to know that that's not the only way to protect your heart. There's another way. So on this podcast, after 12 minutes in, I'm going to give you a few ways to honor the potential red flags that you observe and give you a way to confirm if they're true rather than assuming that it's the same as the past. Okay? All right. So first, approach is everything. Emotions like fear, anxiety, apprehension, maybe even feeling like a burden if you bring up the topic, that's going to, all of those emotions are going to affect the way that you ask. Remember, your emotions fuel your actions. So we've all been around those guys who are maybe overly excited. His emotion of overly excitement is fueling his action to be like, what are you doing? Are you available? When can I see you? I really loved our time with you. You're so beautiful. Oh my God, you're so amazing. All of those emotions of urgency or excitement that he's feeling is fueling his action. So if I'm feeling heated and skeptical about somebody's behavior, you better believe I'm going to come in hot. And I'm not saying that sometimes the situation calls for that. But when you're not sure if what you're observing is a him thing or you thing, then you want to bring yourself back down to neutral before asking. So for instance, let's say that the last two guys you dated, you were two weeks into dating them and their behavior started to change and you were like, oh no, the other, this is when the other shoe drops. And so with this one new guy, you start feeling the same way. Well, what if this new guy just has settled into the idea that he really likes you and he maybe is backing off on his behaviors and actions because he's like, I'm just going to be consistent with this girl. So I don't need to like overly show up anymore because I know I want to be consistent. And at this stage, we start to freak out. This is when we need to ask ourselves: is this a me thing because of my past experience or is this actually him? And the way to do that is by coming back to neutral. You want to come up with three to five reasons why this situation is neutral or why bringing it up is neutral. For instance, a client observed inaccurate timelines about him and his ex. And so she just wanted to confirm it because it didn't make sense in her head. Bringing this topic up is neutral because she has good intention, right? It's just like to understand him. She trusts trusts that what he's saying is true, but because it's not making sense, she's going to open up the conversation again to clear her own confusion. And asking shows her if he has the ability to cover topics more than once. So she's actually gaining information about this person and how he's going to handle difficulty in the future by bringing it up again, which is good. And this leads perfectly into my second point. Some topics require more than one conversation, and that is totally okay. As women, I don't know who taught us this. I think we learned it by men being annoyed. 
but we believe that we are a burden if we need to ask a question more than once. But to be honest, some topics do require more than one conversation. So you want to approach the topic from the stance that like you didn't get the full understanding and you still have a question because of something about yourself, not necessarily because you're judging him. Now, here's the catch. The truth is you might be questioning if he is being honest, right? But you don't know if that's true or not. So approaching it from the stance that like this could be a you thing, but you're taking a step to figure out is it a me thing or am like am I just confused or is this a you thing? That is a much warmer approach. Take the approach that you're confused maybe. And the truth is in those situations where we need more details or when we're not feeling like he's being honest, we do. We are confused. So when you're approaching the topic from the stance like I'm just confused, You're taking all the pressure off of it. If something doesn't add up in his story, then ask a few more questions and explain to him like, hey, is it okay with you that I just need more clarification about this? Because either way, ladies, the further clarification is going to prove he is lying. But at least the approach was from the stance of like, I'm just kind of confused. Could you explain this to me? You're not accusing him of lying too soon. You're just acknowledging that you're a smart, bright, intelligent woman who does know things, who has been across, you know, around the block dating a couple times to the point where she's saying, hey, this doesn't quite add up in the same way that you would ask the dealer. Like, hey, those brakes, they were kind of wonky. Is it just me? Does, is the car, does the car feel this way? Are there, is there a new brake system? Like, what's going on with it? You would do the same thing. And number three, take responsibility for which part of this is you. The true way to make sure that you will not attract and not miss out on a great relationship is to own which part of this is me and which part isn't. So if he has answered your question and there is nothing indicating that what he's saying isn't true, but you still feel skeptical, Take responsibility by either going with your gut and walking away, even if you're wrong, or figure out the parts of you that's making it hard to trust. Because ultimately, if someone is being honest, it is unfair for us to put them through the ringer that they have to prove it over and over and over again. So what would you need to do to trust this person? What would you need to do? Would you need to heal? Would you need to release? This is a really great reason to work with a coach who can give you tools in those moments where the past is kind of taking over, where you're like, I feel like this is the same as the past, but I don't know that. And I don't want to interact with him that way because I really like with him, like him and he doesn't deserve that in the same way you don't deserve to be treated by some man based upon his past experiences. Ladies, we notice potential red flags. That's not the problem. But we are scared to do anything with them once they come up. Because the truth is, if we do something and we really like him, it means we have to be brave. It means we might have to do something that's hard. It means no one's here to save the situation. 
like the Disney movies has shown us. It means that you might actually have to figure out how to trust somebody, which is kind of scary. The red flag isn't the scary part. It's what you do or don't do next that is scary. There have been too many of us avoiding red flags for far too long because we're fearful on the other side that we won't find somebody. But guess what? Prolonging the red flag is just prolonging needing to start over. We can take care of the fear of starting over because the truth is, if you haven't noticed on the other side, there's always going to be somebody else. There's no shortage of men. There's no shortage of good men. One relationship ends, another comes into the picture. We have women in their 70s, right, in like senior living homes who are in their fourth and fifth marriages. Bless their heart. (laughs) So being worried about starting over is a temporary worry because what you're walking away from is always allowing you to walk into more. What you do sets in place the beautiful future relationship that you want or it prolongs it. Some red flags do not require an instant run. Some require more information. And so if this is an area of your life that you're not really sure how to tackle, like how do I differentiate between the past and what I should be worried about, I want you to know don't feel bad about that. Like so many of us don't. But you know that that's important. And that's exactly why I've created my process. I've honed it in. I've polished it. So that when women work with me, how to make decisions about red flags isn't such an issue. It becomes a really clear, confident decision-making process. I'm going to give you the tools to address all of these things from a calm state. I will guide you to what you should pay attention to and look for to make sure that he's a safe man. We will identify past patterns that really get in the way from... Attracting new man, attracting men that don't really have red flags. And we're going to replace them with some new ones so that you can attract a man that you've absolutely been waiting for. If this is something that you need, reach out to me. We'll talk more about my process, my six-month process. And be on the lookout for all of the fun things to come. I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months, it's time for a coach and we need to chat. Send me a message at kennarenee.co at gmail.com or on Instagram at the Renee.